welcome back to consuming the craft. <laughs> You're already laughing. Uh, welcome back to consuming the craft podcast. I have a very very special guest with me today, Karis, who is the executive director of the Asheville Brewers Alliance. Thank you for coming, Karis. Thank you for having me here. I'm very very excited to talk to you because uh, you took over this position basically in. February, March of this 2022? That is correct. So you haven't been in this position very long. And then we just, we kind of joked about it, but like you got back from a trip and they're like, okay, it's Asheville Beer Week. Yeah, well, that's exactly <laughs> right. basically what happened, right? Yeah. They're like, hey, um, now we're going to do this giant event and here's a no help. No, I don't, I don't want to say no help. I, I mean, yeah. honestly, it was one of those things where I think a lot of the folks in the community were so excited to have Beer Week happen again because of COVID, because of restrictions. We hadn't had it virtually, or excuse me, we only had it virtually, yeah. and we hadn't had it in person in so long. So everyone was eager to get out, and the brewing community stepped up and through events, I was forcefully delegating, and it was on everyone, <laughs> event hosts, to stand up and play along, and they all did a great job. It was, uh, I went to the first opening event at white labs uh, that's where i finally met you and and i saw so many faces that i hadn't seen for such a long time and it was it was a breath of fresh air honestly yeah it was enlightening to actually see smiling faces people drinking beer and enjoying themselves again i know the success of that event has now led to some of the other things that you've been planning but you guys had an event last night we did yeah that was super cool because of all of the basically ramifications coming from that particular event. Can you tell folks about it? Because I think this could happen in other uh, brewing alliances, other small communities, other you know groups of brewers coming together to get something very, very similar for their folks. Most definitely. So we partnered with Mercy Urgent Care here in Western North Carolina. Shout they out. have eight clinics. And so the way it works is our ABA members now have access to their health care plan. And it's very inexpensive. It's around $50 a month per person and then around $79, $80 a month um, for a family of four. So it's- Wow, a family of four, that inexpensive? That inexpensive. That's amazing. Yeah. So we're just helping folks with their basic needs of health care. Well, in you know, COVID, while the, the restrictions, people are still getting sick. Oh, for sure. And you might need stitches. You might need an x-ray. Any, any of that stuff, right? Yep. And so they are in urgent care, but they operate like a primary care as well. So you can get those physicals and those checkups and be seen by the doctor and find someone you trust within those eight clinics. So no matter if you're in North Asheville, West Asheville, they have a space for you. That's such an amazing opportunity for a small business owner because that is a way to help you take care of your folks when you don't have that buying power, you know you know exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, and I've been using it as an incentive for membership because some of our folks are just so busy that sometimes they don't see all the values of our membership. But one of those new added values is healthcare and this affordable plan. So I'm trying to help folks and meet them where they need to be met. And one of those things is making sure that they're healthy and safe. It's so smart. Thank you. I mean, uh, was that your idea? I mean, how did that come about? Um, I think that they actually approached me and were asking if our 
partners were interested. And a lot of our bigger breweries already offer healthcare, but then we have so many smaller breweries and not only breweries within our membership, but graphic designers, lawyers, um, CPAs, I mean, everything. Yes, accountants. That's another thing that I I wanted to mention too, because it's not just the Brewers Alliance. Right. It's like the Beverage Alliance, right? It's all the support, Blue Ministries. It's people making ginger beer. Duke Energy, yep, that are helping with the efficiencies of, yeah. Welders, yep. electricians. I mean, it's yep. all the people Plumbing. that are Plumbing. Su- yeah. Um, because all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden. Excuse me, but shit goes wrong. No, and 100%. you need those plumbers. Well, in HVAC, like if your glycol system goes down, who do you call? Right. And those folks that are doing that job are so busy. But if they're part of the ABA, I mean, they have, you have that connection. Yep. MB Haynes s- is a great resource for us. Yes. And you see these folks at these events and you're drinking beer with them and they're like, wow, I never thought about that or hey if you know we do have a problem can we call you uh you know cpa is saving you money uh everyone unfortunately needs a lawyer well and even (laughs) switching out light bulbs for a cost of uh savings Uh, yeah yeah yeah. uh uh, riverbend just did that yep riverbend just put in leds and and the cost savings they're getting is ask we just toured them this week and it was just astronomical what the kind of money they're saving it's impressive it is impressive and it's the I mean, that's honestly the right thing to do. You're just not using that consumable resource as much. It's more sustainable. It's more environmentally friendly. Yep. Yeah, there's a lot of things that come with it. Um, what else is going to be coming up for the AB? I, I, I try to stay abreast, but uh, there's you guys have a lot of irons and a lot of fires. Yeah, well, I've been trying to do my best promoting a lot of our members and a lot of things that they're doing right now. So Asheville Downtown Association is one of our members. They are holding Oktoberfest soon coming up. I should have written the dates down. No, but no, no. That, you can I mean, look you can online. Google, you can Google that. Google that a, for me, please. One of my favorite styles of beer is the Fest beer at Oktoberfest. Oh, yes. There's style. so many different Oktoberfest styles around town, which is really fun. I've tried, to, I've tried to taste them all. And I don't do that for me. I do that for the students. I yeah. do that for, <laughs> for my kids. Educational purposes. Yes, well, yes, 100%. So there's Oktoberfest coming up. What else? Well, there's a lot of breweries in town that are holding their own Oktoberfest. So I encourage you to just Google search yes. breweries in town Oktoberfest because most of the breweries have at least a brew on, if not their own party, their own festival, or participating in one. Um, I know that Burial is holding Burn Pile in October. And then as well, lovely Asheville Festival is coming up soon. It's a second annual event that'll be in Pack Square. And then we've just got a lot of exciting events that the breweries are participating in. And we are forming our Beer Week Committee. So, Pup, if you're interested. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm getting ahead of things this year. No, you're smart because I asked you to be on the podcast and now you're leveraging that right online. And I... I, I can say maybe, and everyone, and I'm going to get all this flack about, oh, that's going to be great. Uh, well played. Yes. I well mean, played. it'll be better with you involved this year. And now that I know <laughs> to plan ahead and have the uh, <laughs> resources right in front of me. That's so funny. Um, it's <laughs> You have been teaching and coaching your entire career yeah. at some level. Yeah. And this is just another uh, extension of that, really. Because I'm looking through your vast resume of stuff that you've done. You've had all these amazing experiences with all these amazing people. And we were talking about one of those persons, really. I mean, you're a big sister to a a little is what I think that, you know, you just wear your heart on your sleeve. You just you, you do all these amazing things for all these amazing people. Well, thank you. I think that I like to fill my cup by filling up others, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. But. What do you do for you? What do you do for fun? Oh, goodness. Um, 
I like to walk my dog. What kind of dog do you have? I have a little, she's like a gremlin chowini situation. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she is uh, very much her own kind of. She's, she's her own species. Oh, yeah, that is a, well, it's like it got a little corgi in there, too, for some uh, She's long, like a dachshund, though. Dachshund, like yeah. a full-size dachshund. Yeah, she's about 20 pounds, but she's Oh, wow, she's thick. stout. Yeah, she loves food. Well, who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, we're in Asheville with all these different food types. So, um, speaking of food, this is, uh, I poured you a little something. Oh. This is called Booze Clues. Uh, which I haven't had a cease and desist yet, but it's only a matter of time. Um, so you said uh, while you enjoy beer uh, all the time with your your position, yes, you do dabble in some other um, spirits, wine, cider, all this other stuff. So I found uh, uh, in the bar my collection uh, in the podcast room. It's I keep a, a variable supply in here for podcasting, not because I need it to get through my day, um, as far as anybody knows. I got this collaboration. Uh, I have students working at both, and there's graduates working at both. Uh, Urban Orchard. Uh, Wonderful a, a, facility. A, a great cidery in town, a hard cidery. And then at The Chemist, uh, they make great gin and they make great whiskey. But they did a collaboration where they made this apple brandy. And uh, what do you smell and what do you what do you taste in that glass? I, It's a little snifter glass. It is uh, basically golden yellow. I'll be curious to see what uh, what you and smell and taste in it. Yeah, I mean, right away I smell the apple, but I also smell some cherry notes, maybe. So it, it is at ninety-five proof. I will warn you ahead of time. I mean, it's <laughs> it's basically full strength. So I get some of that, like um, some uh, some pit fruit, some stone fruit as well. I get a little almost nectarine in it. I don't know, oh. but uh, that's just me being nerdy and. Mm. It's smooth though. It was aged in rye whiskey casks. Yep. So you're going to get some of that that rye flavor. Yeah, 90, it doesn't drink like 95%. No, it's, not at all. No, it, it's it's pretty dangerous in that regard. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I do get uh, the complexity of the apple, but I, I get that nice. There's Now I'm getting some vanilla. In. There is some tannin from the, like you get it on the sides of your cheeks and yep. the, like on the sides of your tongue as the, the dryness is kind of uh, kind of changing the way. And then that second drink is very interesting too, because now I'm getting um, maybe some pear pear drops kind of flavor. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, because yeah, I taste the citrus a little bit. So there's that, like an orangey citrus. Yeah. But now I'm getting like I still get some stone fruits like a peach, plum, nectarine, cherry in in, in particular. Yep. And then I get that like yeah, there's a lot. I just think it's really well done, and it's it's here. It's local. It's two people having a collaboration. And uh, I'm hearing a lot more about collaborations uh, just recently. Most definitely. Yeah. Uh, the kids at Outsider did one just yesterday with uh, Okalawa uh, down in Hendersonville. Yes. Because uh, two of my students uh, work at Outsider and they asked if they could miss class uh, to go drink beer all day. <laughs> um, no, I don't. No, to go make beer, uh, do that collaboration. I was like, that's a great networking opportunity. And so is the Asheville Brewers Alliance. Yeah. I mean, Outsider was one of those breweries that really participated in that collaboration style of Asheville Beer Week. That was my intention from the beginning. I wanted folks to work with one another and work with their neighbor, even though they weren't ABA members yeah. specifically. And so knock on your neighbor's door, get them involved in what you're doing for Beer Week. So Outsider ended up doing a three-turn situation over three days, and if my memory serves me correct... Um, and it probably does. The first night was for 
um, women and non-binary folks. And then the second night was for Asheville All Call. And then the third night was the Weaverville crew of Zebulon, Alluvium, and Leveler. And they all took turns brewing and producing this beer. And I had it just maybe two months ago. They finally released it. And it was delicious. I think it was a Pilsner. Um, oh, wow. I didn't know it was a Pilsner. I think it was a Pilsner. Um, we'll have to ask. Well, I can, uh, we can find Tony. Yeah, yeah Tony we, will th- know. No, he will know. Yeah. He will know. Uh, yeah. I. Um, that's amazing. Because, yeah. you know, uh, lawsuits and, and just, you know, think. Less litigation, more collaboration. For sure. It just makes sense because if everyone here, everyone's making some great, great stuff here. And like, we want to bring more folks to experience it. Yeah. My partner at Devil's Foot has been collaborating with other um, distilleries to make their um, RTDs, ready to drink cocktails that they're about to release. And so that's another question. Now you've, you've done this for a while and, and you've had experience with alcohol all over the world, actually. Uh, which I asked you about um, um, your trip to Africa and, and drinking the local beer there. And like you've experienced flavors and textures and things. What do you think? And you mentioned RTDs. That's why I brought this up. Okay. Where do you see the biggest growth? Like people are diversifying what they're making because the groups of folks coming into a brewery, winery, distillery, cidery all have like this. They seem to be more age. Eh. Wow, that's good, Brandy. <laughs> they seem to be more educated now than they ever have been before. And what makes me curious is to see, like, if you don't have this diversity of products behind the bar, yeah, how do you keep that large group there and make sure everyone's happy if you're not making all sorts of different things? Well, I see folks carrying others' products. So at the Wedge, yeah. they're not making a non-alcoholic beer, but they are serving athletic beers. Right. Um, and so they still have a wine option that they purchase, but they're making all their own beers and they will always have a guest tap of a cider and they make their own seltzer. And I've started to see a lot more breweries make their own seltzer um, and even make their own cider, which is really cool. Appalachian Mountain Brewery, which is one of our newest members out in... I want to call it's, it it's Fletcher. It's in Boone, yeah, and they have their uh, another facility, yeah. a really nice facility. And they are That's now so collaborative fun. brewing with Green Man. Yes. I don't know if you saw that press yes, release. Yes, I did. I more did. people working together and playing along and showing us that like together we can get it done. Well, and it's a cool story that they got to, they, I had the opportunity to purchase their brewery back. Oh, it's incredible. That Anheuser-Busch, uh, going through what they're going through, they... They look to unload, you know, some of this. They they were right place, right time again. It's just they're doing great, great things. Their new facility south of town. Um, it's beautiful. Have you been out there? I have, and I work with another company called Inbox Beverage Company. Okay. That uh, the cool box and the bar container, they uh, they manufacture those for that. So they make they make breweries, wineries, distilleries, and cideries in shipping containers, and they're going to be shipping them all around the world. Wow. So you could start your brewery in Africa tomorrow and we could ship you that. Well, we, but they could ship you that brewery in a box and it's kind of a plug and play model. I'll, I'll show you more about yeah. uh, after we're done. But yeah, um, he was a former employee of Wicked Weed uh, and a graduate of our program here. His name is Max Fan. He's been on the podcast. Hi, Max. I know you're listening. Um, that being said, <laughs> Hi, Max. Yeah, yeah, now you owe me because I'm talking about <laughs> your stuff again. Uh, but that being said, like it's just that kind of innovation that happens in this community. Because you mentioned Devil's Foot, which is a non-alcoholic ginger beer, but then we also have alcoholic ginger beer, and we have 
soda pop being produced. It's not just alcohol. Right. It's coffee. Like there's coffee roasters and tea yeah. blenders and uh, well, the state beverage is milk. Well, and Devil's Foot specifically is doing a cool thing where they're also pairing their sodas with breweries, and the brewery is releasing a an alcoholic beverage version similar. of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so Highland um, is going to do one soon, and then Highwire just did their sour. There was like a pink lemonade sour or something, and then Devil's delicious. Foot did a raspberry soda. Really? Yeah. Wow. I can't keep up. I know. You got to keep lot. me in the loop. It's a lot. I you, I should add you to our newsletter because uh, I make a newsletter. Every no, month. I get the newsletter, okay. and I and I but it, that, that, I just can't keep up. And the breweries opening and and like the collaborations and oh, there's so many new breweries opening. There really are. Yeah, there really are. And I and I've heard you know tales and fable like just pockets of different places and people visiting and and wanting to be a part of the scene. How do they get a hold of you? as the director of the Asheville Brewers Alliance to become a member. Yeah, so they can just email me. It's pretty simple. My name, karisroberts.aba at gmail.com. We also have a website. Um, if you Google Asheville Brewers Alliance, you can find out all the information about our alliance, and you can also click become a member. Yeah. And it's that simple. It is that simple. And if you do have any questions for you, you can go on the contact page. You can her, Your email's right there. It is. You, they can find you. You're not hard to find. <laughs> you don't make it like there's not a bunch of walls up. You can find her and ask these amazing questions uh, because what what you guys have done and what I've been excited about is the mission of education uh, through the ABA and, and granted that's what we do here right it's it's part of the the support that we would love to offer uh, in in the future as what we've done in the past as well so um, let us know what we can do most definitely what else do you want to tell folks um, we just put on our first alcohol management class with Mercy Urgent Care that's something that was important to me because a lot of folks see the ABA as just a drinking club, um, a good old boy hangout, and it is much more than that. I value education, and so we are doing more things, more trainings. We are also filming those trainings to have them in a resource library of sorts and doing a lot more networking, understanding what the breweries need and how we can help them thrive. So if you're one of those folks in the community that want to get involved with us, please let me know. Tuh. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, you thanks are an for absolute, having me. You stop by anytime. You're an absolute <laughs> delight. You're the best. I appreciate that greatly. And thank you to Karis. Thank you to Danny McConnell from McConnell Farms for sponsoring this podcast. Thanks, Danny, for everything you've done for the program here through curriculum and con continuing education. Uh, once again, this is Consuming the Craft podcast from the Craft Beverage Institute of the Southeast, housed at Asheville Buncombe Technical... Yeah, it's a lot. Technical <laughs> Community College. Thanks again, Karis. Thank you, Pub. Cheers. Cheers.